Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. It's season four. Cuatro in my cool. language. Spanish four. Let's go. <laughs> Did you make it to Spanish four? <laughs> season four. Spanish four. Okay. Season four. Look around. Some little new things. New digs. New nuts. Yes. You want some? Uh, is it, sure. Is this meant to be a I play think it's because we're nuts. I think I think our producers think we're nuts. And this was a subtle way when they welcome us back to season four to be like, you're nuts. Now there is five nuts at the table <laughs> or something like that. One of the things I noticed is a statement of maybe we're going to start growing plants. Oh. Maybe side hustle for our church. We can grow marijuana. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. What, what could we do on Real Talk? Maybe is this... A grow lab? You've made yourself no. very comfortable in the new set. <laughs> it's growing things. We're gonna grow together. Oh, here on is that what that's for? Good. Yeah, I think. Hey, we made it to season four because you tune in every week and you watch. You're talking with your mouth full. We're super, I know, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm eating mixed nuts here, all right? Here we go. We made it. Season four. Because they watch. Yes. We're really excited about this season. Did you know that during this season we're going to hit our 100th episode? 100. That's pretty cool. It is fun. We'll have to it's do something fun. fun for that. Yeah. We're also going to do something a little different this year. We're going to drop in. We have always thought of Real Talk as a place where we could teach a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to drop in some teaching stuff. We're going to take on some theological topics mm -hmm. just occasionally here and yes. there. Right? It'll be really fun. Because some people really like the teaching stuff. And there's people that ask us questions all the time. And we wind yep. up answering questions sort of one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah with people all the time and it's like, there's some of these things we probably could answer for our Real Talk viewers and go, if you could ask Joe and Brad a question theologically, yeah, we'd love to answer it for you and we think yeah. that'll be a great way to add some content to our channel. So let us know what you wanna know about. Drop it in the comments of this video and we're paying attention. We'll look and we'll see yep. if we can do it. All right, we're in a sermon series called Awkward cousins. cousins! And some of you that are watching, you're the awkward cousin, yes. right? Just like I am. Are you? I, absolutely, I'm the awkward cousin, <laughs> and so are you. Who is it? <laughs> Who isn't the awkward cousin? That's good. So this series is all about relationships, right? Family, friends, mm -hmm. people that are some easy to love, some not so easy to love. And so we're going through this series, and, and one of the things that's kind of coming up in my mind and my heart, it's just this, this word keeps flashing in my mind, and that's forgiveness. Because I think forgiveness is in some ways the cloud that hangs over every family. Because families have history together, right? And so everybody knows that person did, th remember when they did this? And remember when that person did this? And forgiveness is a hard thing, right? And especially with the people that we're closest to because they hurt us the worst. Yeah, yeah. what is that? So forgiveness. So you're asking almost like, is one of the reasons things are awkward in your family, is is forgiveness one of the oh, yeah, things good. that makes things awkward mm -hmm. or unforgiveness or mm -hmm. the hurts mm -hmm. from the past, the things that people have done? Like Uncle yeah. Harry, remember when he did? Right. Right. And nobody wants to talk about it. Right. But yeah, Uncle but it Harry's, hurts somebody. Maybe yeah. it's like Uncle Harry's 40 years later and we haven't forgiven him and maybe yeah. he deserves some forgiveness and right. it would make our family less awkward. Yeah. And there's other people that, that on the but on the receiving end of hurt that go, I, I don't know if I can forgive. Like I gotta see that person at every Thanksgiving and I know what they did to me. Or did to somebody else. That yeah. You're just like sure. I can't. That's unforgivable. Right. So let's just walk into forgiveness. And in families and close friendships, it's hard and it's sticky. And you know, there's even people that are gonna hear this and go, I don't wanna talk about this, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's awkward. Forgiveness is awkward for so, sure. Forgiveness in the Bible, the word forgiveness, interestingly, in the New Testament, the word forgiveness really means to leave something alone or to send it away. Whoa. Wow. 
Leave it alone or send it away. Yeah. In the Old Testament, the word forgiveness is about bearing burdens. Mm -hmm. It's actually like taking on mm -hmm. something that doesn't really belong to you. I think, kind of put those together, it's really about kind of releasing someone from punishment. I love that New Testament idea of sending away mm -hmm. the hurt, sending away the, the sin against you and leaving it alone. Impossible. <laughs> right? Right. I mean... Yeah, because you're sitting at Thanksgiving dinner across from the person and you know what they did to you yeah. to, to just send that away? Yeah, That's not, hard, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and your mind just puts up all these roadblocks and goes, there is just no way based on what he did or she did or he said or she said that I can let that go. There's got to be some payback. There's got to be right some justice, some right. retribution right. is what we often think. But to just let it go, yeah. send it away, not possible. So let's talk about, well, then what is forgiveness? Let's talk about that for a minute. And this is real talk, so in case you hear it, there's like a moving crew above us right now. Awesome. A herd of elephants just going through. Which is awesome. We it's love great. it. Noise, yeah. right? We're in a church. This is what we do. We're like yeah. people. Somebody's setting up for something cool, I'm sure. Yeah. Good. Cool. So what, like, what is forgiveness? Because it's, I think people get this mixed up. It's not forgetting. No. Who can do that except for God? Yeah. Like, I guess when God says he removes our sin as far as the east is from the west, so yeah. far has he removed our transgressions. Like, if anybody can let something, something go that far, God can, but I can't. Forget. But I would even say that's not forgetting. God doesn't doesn't forget. He chooses not to remember yeah, chooses or chooses not, to, not to act in light mm -hmm. of something that we've done. Yeah. If he just forgot, that would, would just mean be this not, lazy God. And he's not omniscient, right? Right. Which is not true. No, he actually knows very much what we've done, but he chooses to leave it alone, mm -hmm. to turn the other way because mm -hmm. of Christ. Right? So it's not forgetting. We don't forget that people have hurt us. I mean, you you've talked about... Um, how forgiveness relates to trust even before. Yeah, yeah sometimes the way I process it, I go, well, let me just back up once. As I think about Christian followers of Christ forgiving, and I, I automatically, when we bring this up, I go, this is not possible. That only with God's help can it be possible, right? So it's like somebody that's hurt me really bad, unless God's helps me to do that, I can't. But with his help, I can. And yeah. how do I lean into it? I think some of it is some of these understandings that we can't forget, Mm -hmm. We can forgive, but I can forgive you, but it doesn't mean I trust you. Yeah, that's good. Right? So it's like there's people that have hurt me that I could forgive. With God's help, I could forgive in an instant. Okay, God, okay. I forgive I'm, I forgive Joe. I forgive Barb. I forgive this person. But I don't trust Joe. He, he hurt me too bad. Right. The things that he did were violent or abusive or sinful or wrong. So, yeah, I'm not hanging out with Joe or right. Barb. Like, I can't do that, but I can release them with God's help and say, I forgive you and set you free from whatever retribution, right? So it's like it isn't just forgetting, and it doesn't mean there's trust right away. Which means boundaries, right? Oh, when people have yeah. heard us, like, boundaries are not opposed to forgiveness. No. Nope. Right? They're part of the process yeah. of regaining trust, but they don't stand opposed to forgiveness. No. I can forgive someone and still go, yeah, but you're, you're, you're not coming to my home or yep. we're not yeah. having a, I'm not having a vulnerable relationship with you or you're not being around my kids or yep. whatever. Yep, absolutely. And that's, that's not not forgiving. 
forgiving is before God, I have been forgiven by him. And because he's forgiven me, I have his spirit inside me and his spirit helps me to extend forgiveness to you. But I don't trust you yet until you rebuild that trust. You, re, you earn that trust back. So when we talk about forgiveness in families, it isn't necessarily that I trust mm -hmm. my family members right away, mm -hmm. but hopefully there's a space for me to forgive and with God's help, allow someone to rebuild trust. Like, so over time well, let me, to be- Let me take on that last thing about allowing someone. It's like, how far is too far? Mm -hmm. So Jesus says, Peter goes, how many times should we forgive? And mm -hmm. in, the, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew law, you were supposed to forgive someone three times. And Jesus blows that out of the water, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, 70 times seven, you know. Okay, clearly he's not saying a specific number. He's mm -hmm. saying endless. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we should just let people continue to hurt us no. either, right? Or if someone offends one of my, does something to one of my children, it's like, I can forgive you, but I'm not going to let you keep having a relationship no. with my child. So what's the, di what is the difference there? Mm -hmm. How is that different than forgiveness? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's also balancing up against love, right? So God forgives us. We're called to forgive. Jesus makes this profound statement that says, if you can't forgive your brother or mother or your person that loves you, then you haven't been forgiven, right? So there's a connection between my relationship with God and the forgiveness I receive from God that I extend to people, but it, it isn't unending in the sense of rebuilding trust. Trust takes time to rebuild. It takes sometimes years. Sometimes trust may never be reestablished, but that doesn't mean I hold on to something. And so I think of 1 Corinthians 13 saying, love keeps no record of wrongs. Love always protects, always hopes. It's like love gives the benefit of the doubt. So you hurt me. You said something to me that was harsh, mean. Maybe you criticize me. Brad criticizes Joe. It hurts me. I forgive you. And you say, you say, I'm sorry I did that. I forgive you. And we, it's like, well, then tomorrow you do it again. I still can come back and forgive you. You say, I'm sorry. I go, I forgive you. And you do it the next day. And you do it the next day. It's like, I'm going to keep forgiving you, but I'm going to slowly back away from you. Yeah, yeah, right. Right? And that doesn't mean that I'm not loving. That doesn't mean that I'm not caring. It doesn't mean that I'm not forgiving. It just means you've broken trust with me and it's going to take time to rebuild that. But I also want to look at you and go, Brad's a real human being is trying to change too. And if he's sincerely sorry, he's going to, with God's help, he's going to change too. And I don't want to ever not see the potential mm -hmm. of you changing, mm -hmm. right? I That's might good. back away from you yeah. and create distance and boundaries, but I want to be like the father in the story of the prodigal son, looking over the hills for yeah. the son to turn and repent and come back. Yeah. And I don't want to see the person that's hurt me and go, they can never change. Yeah. They'll always be that way. I'm going to back up, but I'm going to back up in love. I'm going to detach, but I'm going to detach in love with eyes towards you, mm -hmm. hoping something changes. Maybe it'll take 10 years. Maybe it'll take 20 years. Maybe it'll take a lifetime. But on my deathbed, on your deathbed, don't we want to be able to look at each other and hug each other and go, we're reestablished? So I'm going to have eyes towards the purpose, the person that hurt me to say, I love you enough to back up, but I love you enough to keep my eyes open and hopeful yeah. that someday yeah. you too are going to be changed just like I'm being changed. I, I don't know. I mean, I yeah. that's really that's hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's a, there's a vulnerability in that to even have hope. 
And that's like, I hope that person's gonna change. Sometimes we've been hurt so much we give up hope, yeah. but some of that is trusting God too and going, God, I, I think you're a redeemer of the most broken things. And so, yeah, I'm gonna be wise. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna move back, but to have hope, that's a cool way of putting that. Uh, thanks for saying that. That's I good. also don't think that I have to wait for you to ask me to forgive you. Like to say oh, you're yeah. sorry. Right. For me to say, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna forgive that right. person. Because if I wait, it's just hurting me. Right. Like if somebody keeps hurting me and keep, like I should get safe, I should get away. If there's yeah. abuse, build distance, right? Call 911 if you're being abused by your spouse. Like none of this is okay. Right. Back up, create space with eyes to look at you that you would change. But, but I'm also going to be the person that is wise, smart, all that. Wise and smart, but hopeful. And that's really, I mean, that's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard, but it yeah. is possible with God's help. Something that you said I just want to grab a hold of. I think we've talked about this before, but it's like even, even saying you're sorry. Just spin this around as a person maybe who... We're talking about being the one to extend forgiveness, but let's say we're the offender, that mm -hmm. we've hurt someone. You know... Saying I'm sorry is is good is a good thing, but really isn't the biblical the more biblical thing to ask someone, will you forgive me? Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that the more powerful way of just kind of putting yourself in front of somebody going, will you forgive me for what mm -hmm. I've done? That is repentance, and that is just acknowledging that you've mm -hmm. hurt someone. Well, yeah. I mean, it's certainly going to, sometimes I think we're sorry over our consequences, yeah. and we're not sorry over our sin. Right. So when I hurt you, you get offended or hurt and you're upset with me and there's distance between you and me. And so I come to you and say, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe because of the distance and the results, not because of my sin. Mm -hmm. I gossiped about you, I slandered oh, yeah. about you, I mistreated you, I lied about you. Am I sorry about that? Mm -hmm. And when I realize that before God, that I lied or gossiped or hurt or abused, mistreated someone before God, I say, God, I'm sorry to you, I repent before him. And I come and ask you, forgive me. I mean, and if it's true repentance, repentance means I was going in one direction and I turn and go the other way. Right. So if I just say I'm sorry mm -hmm. and I'm not willing to turn the other way and go right. a different new direction, then am I really sorry? Right. I'm sorry maybe over the consequences. I'm sorry over the tension, but I'm not sorry over my sin. Right. And I haven't repented of it because right. if I did, I'd turn and go the other way. Yeah. I've been mistreating you, lying about you, slandering you. I'm sorry. And now I'm going to speak well of you. I'm going to treat you with love. I'm yeah. going to treat you with kindness. If someone doesn't do that, then you can't trust them. Right? You still can forgive. Yep. But you don't trust. Good. I think we have more to talk about on this topic. Hopefully over this series, we're going to get into more of this. Because it's awkward. It's awkward. And it's the stuff we're all living every day with our families and our friends, right? Yeah. And I think you're the awkward partner on Real Talk. <laughs> Absolutely. I am the <laughs> awkward cousin on this set. Good. Thanks for joining us. Season four. See you next time.